Act four, scene two of the priest and his disciples by Karata Hyakuzo, translated by Glenn William Shaw, eighteen eighty six to nineteen sixty one. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Act four, scene two. Persons in the scene Kaede, Asaka, Murahagi, a harlot, Sumino, a harlot a waitress asaka's room the decorations are somewhat antique a candle offering is burning in a little buddhist shrine kimono are hanging on a clothes rack two samisen hang on the wall one of them in a bag a lighted lantern a mirror stand and a brazier there is a railing on the side toward the river it is the evening of the same day asaka murahagi and sumino are playing flower cards for a moment they play in silence murahagi hello the maple if we're not careful asaka-san'll get the blue banners sumino i won't make a slip she needs the chrysanthemum asaka i'll make it surely murahagi there an iris i've thrown in three sumino oh you're playing a fine game aren't you murahagi there aren't many cards left asaka turning a card here's the chrysanthemum frowning a little hello that's a bore it's a polonia blank sumino that's too bad murahagi turning a card here's a chrysanthemum it is sumino that spoils the blues asaka that's vexing murahagi laughing i'm sorry they play round in silence sumino that's all they count their points enter the waitress waitress sumino san they've been calling you in the parlor for some time sumino i'll go right away to murahagi that makes ten months there are two left aren't there i guess i'll finish while we're at it waitress they're very tired of waiting murahagi if you don't go at once it'll be bad for you afterwards sumino can't be helped can it waitress then please come immediately goes out sumino then i'll go i'll play with you some time later goes out murahagi shall we two play asaka dejectedly let's leave the flower cards putting up the cards i've done nothing but lose tonight thanks this year my star doesn't seem at all lucky murahagi it doesn't feel good to be beaten even at such a thing as flower cards does it asaka not a bit murahagi haven't you been unwell of late asaka why murahagi somehow you don't look well you're always downcast asaka it's my nature murahagi you've grown a little thin asaka have i murahagi you take things too hard turn happy-go-lucky like me asaka but everything's full of misery murahagi that's true enough but in our position when once we begin to worry about things there's no end to it asaka there isn't for a fact murahagi at first i too thought and thought and grieved and grieved as you do for a while after i came i did nothing but cry but cry as i might nothing came of it at all so convinced that it was a dead loss to go on brooding i made up my mind to abandon thinking altogether i decided to be satisfied if i could but get somehow through each day because if i should begin to worry about the future i'd be so lonely i simply couldn't go on like this asaka i think i'd like to get to feel as you do 
Moreover, there's nothing else to do. But perhaps it's my worrying nature. Things get on my nerves fearfully. Pauses. I, too. I don't worry about the future so much anymore. But today I've lost heart and am so lonely I don't know what to do. Murahagi. Really, you're a melancholy soul, aren't you? When talking to you, even I'm drawn in and feel lonely. And I think again of the unhappiness that rather than having forgotten, I'm trying hard to forget. Pauses. Come, let's quit. Let's quit this sort of depressing talk. Isn't this the merry springtime? Let's talk about something more joyous. Asaka. Really, it is a spring evening, isn't it? Murahagi. The streets are spring-like and very gay. Early this evening, when I was out in the window, amid the sound of light-seeming clogs, the people passing outside the grating talked of the cherry flowers. Asaka. They'll be out in no time now, I suppose. Murahagi. Let's all go out flower-viewing for a day. Asaka. It would be nice. Falls to brooding. Murahagi. Come to think of it, hasn't Kaede-san got back yet? Asaka. No, not yet. Murahagi. I wonder where she went. Asaka. When she left, she said she was just going over to worship at Kiyomizu for a moment. Murahagi. She's awfully late, isn't she? Asaka. She'll probably be back in a minute. Anyway, she's only a child yet. Murahagi. It doesn't look just that way, I tell you. Pauses. The truth is, mother got angry and told me about her. Asaka. What did she say? Murahagi. She said, Kaede's way of doing things is impertinent. She gives herself to such a fellow as that overgrown priestling and neglects the house's business. It's too presuming to amuse oneself with a girl in the business without paying for it. The other guests are treated shabbily, and I'm so troubled I don't know what to do. And there's that Asaka. Asaka. Did she talk about me too? Murahagi. Yes. She said Asaka seems to be helping them to get together. It's wrong of her when she ought to be looking after her little sister. Asaka. Did she say that? Murahagi. She was angry, I'll tell you. If you don't watch out and that mother gets angry again, you'll have a lot of trouble. Asaka. I'll tell you. Falls into a reverie. Murahagi. I think Kaede's young, and it's natural for her to get like that. I'm not without my own memories. But she's too impertinent. Though in the business, she wants to love just like a virgin. Asaka. To mother, that must be a trouble, but don't you see? Murahagi. Anyway, it's no good for the business. And Kaede-san doesn't tell us anything, but goes about it all secretly. If she'd say this and this is true, and ask it, I myself am not one who'd refuse to fix things up, and bring them together once or twice. But that way of hers is not becoming. Asaka. Since she's having a good time in secret without getting any money, she probably feels guilty and can't tell. Murahagi. But she's too proud. Today, since she was sneaking out quietly, I asked her where she was going, and she looked innocent and said, Just over there. Because it riled me a little, I said, Yes, just over to the temple, I suppose. And I told her how mother was angry and she mustn't neglect her work. Then wasn't her remark detestable? I'm not doing anything wrong. I look at things a little differently from you, so it's all right and you please let me alone. That's what she said. Asaka. Did she say that? When she comes back, I'll give her a good talking to, so please don't be offended, but forgive her, for by nature she's gentle. Murahagi. She looks upon us too lightly. Asaka. She's been brooding recently, too, and her nerves are on end. When she talked like that, it was probably because she'd thought herself to her wit's ends. Murahagi. You spoil her too much. 
Mother said so recently. Kaede's pride's due to Asaka's training, she said. Asaka. It's no such thing. Murahagi. Anyway, it'll be well for you to warn her a little. Everybody says so. For if you're mild with her, she gets stuck up. Asaka. I'll warn her. Please forgive her. Tears come into her eyes. Murahagi. There's nothing for me to forgive or not to forgive. I just told you by the way. I don't think it's good for Kaede to go on as she is. Asaka. Thanks. Bites her lip. Murahagi. You needn't take it so much to heart. Then I'll be in again. Stands up. Asaka. Oh, can't you stay a little longer? Murahagi. I'll see you again. I got interested in the flower cards and haven't done my evening dressing yet. Asaka. That's so. Then come again. Murahagi goes out. Asaka sits absent-mindedly for a little. Finally, she puts the flower cards in the box. Then she loses herself in thought again. Soon coming back to herself, she gets up and going over to the mirror stand sits down before it. Asaka looking into the mirror. Really, I do look a little thin. Puts her hand to her cheek. It's not surprising if I am. Takes a comb out of a drawer in the stand and begins to comb her hair. Why do I fix myself up like this? That I should have to beautify my face to flatter the detestable men who come to trifle with me, to flatter my own enemies? No, now I don't think of such things, but simply through habit go every evening to my mirror. That was still well enough while I yet believed in my own charms. Pauses. How my hair comes out, cleaning the hair from the comb, making capital of one's weak body, using it unreasonably and taking out of it every ounce of work it can do, and then, when it can no longer work, trembles. Ah! I won't think of that. I won't think of that. The sound of a hand drum comes in from another room. Enter Kaede. Seeing Asaka, she weeps aloud. Asaka going near Kaede and looking at her intently. Kaede-san, what's the matter? Kaede-san. Kaede. It's too much. It's too much. Trembles. Her ornamental hairpin falls out. Asaka. What's the matter? All at once. Puts the hairpin back for her. Come, sit down sits kaede down beside the brazier and takes her place beside her kaede suppressing her tears mother scolded me cruelly when i came home she called me it's my fault i came back late but i couldn't get back anyway she spoke too cruelly asaka i thought that was probably it kaede she railed at me mercilessly as if she'd lay hands on me she used the cruelest words she could i don't care anyway when i'm up against her i'm like a weak little worm whatever i say it's no use and i'm used to scoldings now but she said things about him so bad that i couldn't sit by and listen asaka about yuien sama too kaede she said a man who enjoys himself without paying is just like a thief she compared him to a thieving cat that snatches fish from the kitchen asaka my she was nasty kaede i was so angry that i said no that man's pure and gentle as a dove then she said you'll talk back will you and struck me with her pipe asaka she struck you kaede yes here with all her might she rubs her knee and she said i couldn't go out at all any more asaka she's cruel she's always rough but it's going too far to strike you when it seems it would be enough to warn you kaede murahagi-san's surely peach to her Tonight she was by her putting in one ill-natured sarcasm and biting remark after another. Kaede. Murahagi-san, too? 
for them all to band together and abuse a little girl like you pauses murahagi san was here until a little while ago talking to me she was angry because she said you're proud and despise your elder sisters and she doesn't like it because you don't confide in her kaede horrible to confide in that woman could i bring myself to talk frivolously of the precious love i treasure in my heart to that light and heartless busybody truly you're the only one the only one to whom i tell everything moreover what she says about my being proud may be so for all i know once you told me didn't you you hate a woman who no matter what her position has no pride of any sort in her heart asaka tearfully you remember well ah but for a harlot whom men consider the meanest of beings it may be foolish to think of such things kaede-san i have nothing to say i only love you there's nothing to do but bear everything nothing but to be resigned ah how lonely is the feeling of resignation kaede i understand sister grows tearful without you i don't know what would have become of me ere now in my heart i fold my hands in prayer they fall silent there is no sound but the thump of the hand drum kaede goes to the railing and looks out sister come see the moon's coming up over higashiyama asaka going to kaede's side and leaning on the railing the outline of the mountains grown a little bright hasn't it kaede how beautiful are the lights on the opposite bank asaka there are a few people on the bridge aren't there kaede when i look on a scene like that i feel strangely drawn to people they stand for a while looking at the night view in silence asaka where did you meet him to-day kaede in the cemetery behind the tomb of the saint at kurodani asaka were you glad smiles kaede of course but our pain's greater than our happiness and we cried asaka why kaede when we two are together we become sad naturally and for some reason or other he weeps easily asaka because he's gentle when you meet what do you talk about smiles kaede happily we talk about all sorts of things how we've longed to see each other our letters our lives the future asaka seriously what do you say about the future kaede that we'll get married rapidly i say i'm not worthy i ask him to cast me off because of what i am but he says he'll marry me in spite of everything he says that in the shin sect priests may have wives asaka then he doesn't care about your bodily pollution kaede no when he thought of that his anguish was so great he couldn't sleep nights but he conquered that anguish he says the pollution of your body isn't your sin it's your misfortune and that's not all but he says though of your own accord you had polluted your body i'd forgive and love you asaka tearfully his is indeed a sincere and warm heart kaede yuyen sama's sincere even when with me sometimes his talk becomes serious as a sermon and i like to listen to such talk i like him best when with sober face he's telling me about things i don't understand very well about beauty and truth asaka smiling then haven't you done anything yet kaede seriously no there's nothing of that kind asaka really there's not another man like that in the world treasure him kaede i do i feel unworthy asaka i too like him from the bottom of my heart if you were carrying on with some hateful and low fellow i'd refuse to handle your letters for you 
but with him it's different kaede you've truly helped me greatly yuyan sama likes you too recently he asked me many things about you anxiously and many times over he said he was grateful asaka the other night everything went fine when i chanced to go out to the gate he was walking about in the moonlight i felt such pity that the tears came into my eyes i ran to him and said haven't you something for kaede san and he said please give her this and handing me a letter hastened off in the other direction kaede he said if you hadn't met him that time he'd probably have passed the whole night loitering about asaka he wouldn't hesitate to do that smiles but i've got a good job haven't i kaede my do you say such things smiles asaka suddenly looking gloomy how do you intend to meet him after this kaede looking worried i wonder i'm worried to death about it after mother's attitude tonight she probably won't let me out at all and yuien sama can't come here asaka not unless he raises the money kaede however much money he might have i wouldn't be bought with it by him only today we vowed i that i wouldn't think of him as a guest and he that he'd treat me as a maiden he said again and again that i mustn't think of myself as ignoble asaka then there's nothing for you to do but give up the business is there kaede yuien sama says he'll soon help me do that asaka hm thanks has he anything in view do you suppose kaede uneasily i wonder asaka though he's sincere the affairs of the world by no means run in a straight line kaede he doesn't know the first thing about the world he hasn't as much discernment as i have asaka that's probably true indeed kaede he said he'd confess to the superior and talk it over with him that seems to be his only dependence asaka to that shinran sama kaede yes he says the superior doesn't hold that priests shouldn't love he says he helps him in everything he says he doesn't despise any woman because she's a harlot asaka i've heard from zenran sama that he knows everything but still kaede sister what do you suppose will come of me asaka i wonder they say that not all the disciples are good kaede truly i'm utterly forlorn asaka even if you are to marry him in the meantime how'll you meet him kaede since there's no other way we've agreed that he's to go round into the river-bed and give a signal from the stone steps and i'll go out by the back entrance and we'll exchange letters if we're slow and get caught it'll be awful but anyway i'll see his face for a moment asaka do you want to meet as badly as that kaede even for a glimpse pauses yuyen sama says he spends many sleepless nights he thinks that much of even such a thing as i asaka kindly is that why you love him with body and soul kaede yes nods tearfully asaka changing her mood it'll all come out right i'll pray for that when i spoke i meant that it probably couldn't happen at once all sorts of difficulties may come up but if your two hearts are only firm your desire will surely be fulfilled perseverance is the first thing kaede i'll persevere through any anguish asaka you must make your spirit strong mine soon grows weak and i'm useless you must protect your own happiness with courage everybody treats a gentle person selfishly and takes lightly from him forever that which he treasures above his life and calling it justice they make him bear it zenlan sama's always telling me when there's no determination to see justice through to the end he says 
the lukewarm effort to establish it rather results afterwards in trouble for others if zenlan had joined hearts with the girl he loved in the beginning and had fought hard for their happiness they wouldn't all have come to grief and he needn't have wept again if once one decides to sacrifice his own happiness he must consider himself as dead and lead his whole life in loneliness and strength but a gentle soul can't do that at first he's entangled in justice and afterwards he can't bear his loneliness pauses he's truly unfortunate pauses you mustn't give in kaede i'll strive with all my might today yuien too said to fight against every difficulty and win without fail big sister you'll help me too won't you asaka i'll do anything for you kaede i'll never forget your kindness her eyes filled with tears asaka i feel as if you're really my little sister kaede and i feel as if you're really my big sister asaka do you remember how when you first came to this house you came to my room and putting your hands to the mats and bowing said henceforth i rely on your friendship ever since then i've been strangely fond of you earlier mother had said to me a new girl's coming so make her your little sister and train her but i hadn't thought much about it but at first glance of you i felt an indescribable pity you trembled bashfully and you spoke with a country brogue kaede i didn't know about anything and was forlorn at that time you said you were a little unwell and sat quietly leaning on the brazier and doing nothing i thought you were a gentle soul as i saw more and more of you i came to know that there was a loneliness and sweetness about you that my other big sisters lacked and i fell wholly in love with you asaka at first you had a frightful time didn't you almost more than your little body could stand kaede you shielded me constantly asaka how startled i was when you almost killed yourself kaede you wept and stopped me and said don't give up i understand everything i also suffer the same thoughts it's all for your mother at home asaka and you understood well since then we've wept together as we talked over our mutual lot kaede we've strung out our mutual misfortunes just as if we'd counted them asaka we wondered together why we were unfortunate like this and then unable to figure it out we finally decided there was nothing to do but be resigned and gave it up kaede since then our intimacies increased asaka telling each other everything kaede looking into asaka's face you mustn't desert me asaka indeed you mustn't desert me kaede big sister give me your hand asaka yes reaches out her hand kaede pressing asaka's hand to her breast my how cold it is asaka i'm thin-blooded the two are silent for a little kaede do you hear from zenlan sama asaka yes sometimes kaede what's he doing at home asaka he's sitting in a temple as usual he says in his letters that he worships buddha conventionally but since he's not able at all to really believe his heart's simply growing more and more forlorn kaede he's the most lonely man in the world isn't he the more i saw of him the more i was made to feel how great was the burden of unhappiness he bore way down in his heart asaka he really came up to kyoto because he wanted to meet his father but considering many things such as his father's welfare and the feelings of the disciples and his relatives he finally decided not to go to him kaede then he must have gone back home with a lonely heart didn't he asaka it was more pitiful than lonely pauses but thanks to yuien sama he learned his father's feelings well and was greatly relieved he said 
separated will pray for each other's happiness it's the common duty of man to make all men his neighbors and pray thus no matter how much people may love each other they can't be together always they can't do other than live apart and commune in prayer it's the same with us we must soon part when we'll be able to meet again i don't know though we part please pray for me i too will pray for you kaede zenlan sama liked yuien sama very much didn't he asaka he called him the warmest and purest of men and was always praising him kaede and yuien sama said he couldn't see why everybody spoke ill of zenlan sama asaka he's out of tune because his good heart's been bruised if the heart once goes wrong it can never get back to its original nature again you see to bring it back warming and moistening love must ever be near that devastated heart yet his surroundings not only are loveless but overflow with curses and contempt kaede and he's not a man who can ignore the condemnation of others though he says things that seem strong once he asked me seriously whether i thought him a good or a bad man and when i answered that i'd never known a man with so good a heart he asked if i really thought that so i said i wouldn't flatter him and he grew tearful kaede he said i'm really a good man don't think me a scoundrel such as everybody in his abuse makes me out to be it was the night of the very day he forced me to drink sake in the parlor and acted badly asaka he's a man whose depth becomes more evident the longer one knows him i've never seen another guest of his worth kaede what sort of relation is there between you and zenlan sama anyway even now i don't know well asaka laughing dismally it's different from that between you and yuien sama we're both old kaede but you both loved each other didn't you asaka we did indeed kaede then why did you part like that asaka that's the loneliness of life we've both grown into the lonely dispositions that can do like that though you can't understand now kaede can't i but you're always thinking of him aren't you asaka of course i am kaede when'll he come to kyoto next asaka i don't know kaede you must be lonely asaka tearfully i'm used to that loneliness kaede i somehow feel forlorn enter the waitress waitress kaede san money come quick as you are kaede ah i hate it i don't want to go tonight i don't feel like the parlor asaka still put up with it and go after what's just happened if you didn't go mother'd be terrible kaede there's no way out of it sits down before the mirror stand touches up her face a little and directly stands up then excuse me asaka going back to the brazier hurry back kaede goes out asaka is still for a moment she levels off the ashes with the tongs ah the fire seems to have gone out before i was aware sighs my heart's just like these ashes my youthful passion's gone i can't possibly love as kaede does even my tears for my own unhappiness have begun to dry up the heart to complain too is gradually dying out i hope for nothing still i can't die i simply keep on with things mechanically and without interest what's left what only a heart to endure pain old age and death and after that ah i know nothing it's too dismal falls forward and weeps then after a little lifts her face and looks about hazily there must be somebody who can help me really somebody curtain end of act four scene two recording by expatriate in bangor maine